had asked me kind of in that challenging time of the or challenging questions of the phone call like then why don't you do that thing I told him we, we don't even have a hundred dollars total my dad gave me an angel investment of $340 and bought all my first round of equipment I had just like some white t-shirts from <laughs> from Walmart just to try to have something and I just started talking to everyone I knew like people I knew directly people in my neighborhood people my friends and just started washing windows All right, everybody, thanks for listening to Vail Media's Now You Know podcast. It's me, Will Kinney Kinney, and today uh, we have a pretty sweet guest. He's an entrepreneur. He's a happy father and, and husband. Uh, he's a self-proclaimed delusional optimist per his Instagram account. That's right. And, um, and, uh, and he's a, become a good buddy of mine. Uh, please welcome to the show, Kyle Grimes. How you doing, man? Doing well. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. Thank you for being here, man. I, I want to tell a story before um, before we get too deep into things. I want to let everyone know how we kind of connected. Um, you, and, and we live in kind of this social media age. And so I was on social media and, and there's a, another local influencer, Sean Whalen, who had uh, you had connected through somehow and, and cleaned um, his windows. You own a win- window cleaning company, and um, and I and I went through uh, your account, heard your story, and I, and I knew that we had to have you on, man. So um, to to tell a little bit more about you, you uh, your company is called Clean Habits, correct? Correct. Clean Habits. You guys have been running three and a half years. What what kind of uh, what kind of service do you do you provide to? The community. And we started out just straight window cleaning, and from there we've turned into screen repairs, custom screen builds, um, solar panel washing, do some gutter cleaning and pressure washing. Awesome, man. And you, you for this is also a plug for you, so anyone that wants uh, to have these services performed at their property, um, uh, you do work from in Salt Lake and Utah County? Oh, dude, I'm a monster. So, like... Most people, like especially service industry, they'll have like either their county or like a servicing encompassing area, like an hour. I'm like on a regular basis. I'm somewhere between Utah County up to Ogden and Hebron Park City, California, a couple times a year. St. George a few times a year. It looks like I'll be in Idaho this summer. So good deal, man. I've got a really, really broad range. So if you want something clean, you got windows, I'll clean them. Right on, man. And uh, if you don't, if you uh, if 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 you have an Instagram account, go go ahead and check out what's your handle on on Instagram. It's just at Clean Habits LLC. Dude, you're really good at cleaning windows. It sounds like maybe <laughs> kind of a, 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 a not a skill that you would think about necessarily, but you do. You a lot of times on your account, you you have a side by side like, hey, this is what it was before. Here's what it is after, uh, and it's a. Uh, there's there's real skill there, man. It's it's a it's a legitimate, uh, professionally done job. So uh, check out Clean Habits on Instagram. Um, if you need some services, reach out to Kyle um, either through there or you can Google his company. And and uh, like he said, the man's willing to travel. So, um, but but you gotta you gotta reach out quick because I'm, this dude's uh, schedule is, is filling up. <laughs> I stay busy, man. Good. It's all about scheduling. <laughs> well, man, let's let's jump into uh, let's jump into your story. I want to I want to talk about your story. Um, we talked a little bit uh, uh, before this, but um, tell us about where you where you grew up and and the type of kid that you were growing up before entrepreneur, <clears throat> self made man uh, became a thing. And I grew up in Northern California, up in the Central Valley, Modesto, 
And uh, man, I was just a shy, tiny, tiny little kid. Loved sports. And um, I mean, tiny. Like you're talking freshman year in high school, I was 4'11", 99 pounds. Like I was tiny. The little guy. Dude, everywhere I went. And um, That's the opposite for me. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I grew up, <clears throat> I mean, did the, the normal sports thing, you know, baseball, a little bit of football for a couple of years, got into tennis. Um, high school, I shifted my focus from like organized team sports, got into like dirt biking, wakeboarding, snowboarding, doing the outdoors thing. Like um, Lifetime background, my father has a construction company and he works in a plumbing union. So I grew up, in my mind, I was going to take over his business someday. We're going to kill it. It's going to be awesome. And then ironically, I ended up in Utah of all places. So I've been here what, 14 years now. This is the place, man. It is. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it kind of made everything confusing because, like, everything that I knew in California, like, got turned upside down and spun around backwards out here. And so I did. Like what? Like, just, like, everything. Like, my, my path, I was going to school. I was going to do construction management and working with my dad. And I just, I had, in my mind, my steps, the way my life was going to go. I was like, this is it. Perfect. Here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I end up in Utah, of all places, and just trying to figure out my path, trying to figure out my lane, what I'm going to do. And I did everything that you say you're not going to do. I'm never going to work phone sales, never going to work door-to-door sales. Bam, like in concession, back-to-back. Did phone sales for a couple of years, did pest control sales for a couple of years, and then got into like the IT space, IT sales, physician recruitment. <clears throat> Worked for a construction company for a little while in their office, kind of running stuff on the back end. And I just, I couldn't find anything I was very passionate about. And if you rewind back to like the pest control days, my first summer... Uh, I sold out in Denver, actually met my now wife Nice that summer. <clears throat> and the nice thing is she has family here in Utah as well. And being from Colorado, I'm from California. It's kind of a, ni- a nice halfway point. And so, man, like we're just trying to figure it out, just trying to get through it. And then uh, having kids and, you know, different responsibilities. We just, we wanted to figure out how we could optimize. I want to do things that I enjoy, I want to have fun, but I also need to take care of my responsibilities. And so going through like the different sales organizations and sales, you know, roles, money was good. Sometimes it was bad. Jobs were like seldom fun. Didn't really enjoy it. And it made it really hard. And from there, you know, I I lost a job and it was like the hardest thing. I'd never lost a job in my life. And this is about what five, six years ago. So I lose one job, get a different job that's outside of sales. And then that company starts struggling. They go through cutbacks. I lose my job again. And I'm like, man, like, what's wrong with me? Like, I've got all these problems. I can't figure it out. I don't know what to do. And then I got to tell my wife, like, hey, I lost the job again. And trying to figure out finances is super, super stressful. And in that time, I was just, I felt kind of lost. Sure. And so it's like the things that I enjoyed, I couldn't enjoy. Or I couldn't afford to enjoy them. So it's just in this, like, weird, weird, weird transition area. And uh, I guess kind of, like, jumping right in, like, kind of how the business got started. But... I ended up working with a buddy of mine that had a masonry company and then working for a different friend that had a cleaning business. Um, And leading, was it right before? Yeah, right before that, I was selling solar with my brother-in-law. So that was going well, and then the company sold, and it got kind of weird. So that's when I started working with my buddies, my two of my buddies' companies, and I thought there was going to be some opportunities. And you are married at this time? Yeah, married at this time, and we had... One baby? We had two kids at this point. So we have my oldest daughter and my son. And when things kind of fell apart with the cleaning company I was working with, my, let's see, my son. 
Now, was it, was the cleaning company? Was it the same same services that you're providing? Is this kind of where you acquired a maybe? different overlay? But they did have a window cleaning facet involved, but it was turning into less of an emphasis for the person at the time. Mm-hmm. They were kind of shotgun blasting into a lot of different services, and uh, <clears throat> I'm not here to talk bad about him. Like I wish the best for him. Uh, he he actually owns a different company now, and man, like best of luck. Like I had my bitter feelings in the beginning. Um, there was some some very difficult issues that we didn't see eye to eye on that led to some tremendous burden on my end. <clears throat> so actually when, when my wife and I decided to start our window business, I I'm trying to think, we had between seventy and seventy five dollars between our bank accounts, money in our pocket, changing the cars. Like we had nothing. And then my Let's see, my son would have been about almost two and my daughter was three. And so at that point, we were living up in holiday. Brent was due. Like, my wife's car was about to get picked up. And I couldn't afford food, couldn't afford diapers. <clears throat> my wife had to go run an errand. My kids wanted to play outside. I sit down on the front porch and I bawl my eyes out. I'm like, man, I'm the biggest loser. I can't take care of my family. Like, life's so hard. But, like, before that and, like, all my life, like, I'm a pretty optimistic guy. Like, I'm pretty happy. My wife thinks I'm crazy sometimes because I just have a good attitude. That's where the delusional optimist <clears throat> comes into play. Yeah, dumb enough to think I can win, you know, <laughs> I can just do it. But <clears throat> it was hard because up to that point, I'd experienced different difficulties and different failures. And I'd always got through them. And even in moments where it felt like there wasn't clarity, I knew that there was going to be a way to get through it for the most part. Um, but at that point, man, like, I, I felt like there is nothing that I had gone through that hard in my life. But if I think back, like when I was 21, I got in an accident on a side-by-side four-wheeler. I crushed and shattered my left foot, had multiple surgeries, 18 months recovery. I, I just went through like a living hell recovering from that. And during that time frame, especially the first two, three, four months, <clears throat> I went through essentially clinical depression. And I would like, I'd pray that I wouldn't wake up. I didn't want to be alive because I was a burden on my family. It's a burden on my friends. I couldn't answer the front door because there was a step. I was in a wheelchair when I got out of my rented hospital bed. I couldn't reach anything in the kitchen, so like I couldn't even really get a glass of water for myself unless my parents like put a glass down out of the cupboards. Right. <clears throat> like I had to wheel myself around the like around through the kitchen into the bathroom, and then it's like I couldn't even get out of the wheelchair because I was just so exhausted. And in my mind, like there was nothing worse than how I was and who I felt I was. Well, can we? I want to unpack your. your, I want to unpack a couple things here. Yeah. Um, The first one is um, you talk about a a partnership, and we just had, and and I I I I like talking about uh, working with partners, especially when it comes to business, because there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a hundred different ways to go to San Francisco if San Francisco equates to success, if you will. Right. Um, And so you know, I mean, there there are stories of. Of people who may have partners in the beginning and and it works out. There are stories where, where it doesn't. It's bad, right? It can. Yeah, and and it can. And so I'm I'm wondering. Uh, this is a situation, and and I'll tread lightly. I don't know the situation exactly, but this is a situation where maybe it didn't end in the way that you you had envisioned in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, how did how did you how did that impact you? Yeah, and that, that's kind of where I'm getting, like, because I went through that point where feeling like I had nothing, could be nothing. And then, like, that's right, I was going to bring it back to this point where I'm sitting on my front porch crying, like, dude, like, I'm a loser. How am I going to take care of it? And 
<clears throat> my wife has always been pretty supportive and pretty brutally honest with me, which is really important because I need that. <clears throat> but at that point, she had to go somewhere, so I'm alone in my thoughts. And so I'm going through all these different things like, well, how am I going to take care of it? How am I going to fix this problem? What's my next step? I've done X, Y, Z. I've done all the things you're supposed to do. I did you know, kind of like the career line job, and I wasn't really digging it, wasn't feeling it. So I went these different routes and tried all these different areas. <clears throat> and at that point, I called my dad because my dad has kind of been like my partner. Like growing up, like if I have an idea, if I have a question, if I don't understand something, I call him. And he is usually able to be somewhat level-headed and able to, again, just cut down at my layers and tell me, like, you don't want to hear this, this is what you need to hear. <clears throat> so in that moment, as I'm on my front porch, I actually called him and ran this past him. Like, what do I do? This is where I'm at. Like, I don't. I I don't know what my next move is because I've done, I've done this thing, I've done this thing, I did this thing, I did this thing, and they're all four different directions that I feel like are every direction I can go, other than flipping burgers, which it's not a bad thing. But I had other areas of expertise and abilities to do other things. Yeah. <clears throat> and so my dad just put a simple challenge out to me. He said, son, he goes, you don't want to hear this. He goes, but right now you have no money and you have no income. <clears throat> what you need to do is you need to go and apply for a job at Home Depot because A, you're more employable when you're employed and B, any income is more than zero income. <clears throat> and any rational mind would look at that and say, yeah, you can't argue that. And so I told him, you know what? You're right, but here's why I'm not going to do it. And I gave him my very, very prideful answers but one of the biggest ones being, you know, best case scenario at a job of that range, maybe 10, 15 bucks an hour for 15 hours a week. And you bring home maybe two, 300 bucks a week at best. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but given my circumstances with wife and kids, like it wasn't really going to cut it. Those diapers are expensive, man. <clears throat> Dude, they are. <laughs> and they never stop. You never have enough. Did you have a thousand diapers back? I'm loaded. And like three months later, you're like, man, I yep. have diapers. <clears throat> so there's all these things, right? Like all these things you got to figure out. And so I told him, like, I appreciate what you're saying. <clears throat> and pridefully, I can't do that. And instead of getting mad at me or challenging me, which I can promise you that he wanted to, <laughs> tell me why I was wrong and why he was right. <clears throat> we can clear the water too. He was right. That's what I, by the book, by the way, we are a society. That's what I should have done. Go find that nine to five, go find some sort of pay and find some sort of benefits. Yeah. Because that's the responsible thing to do that we've been trained. That's what we do. <clears throat> he, instead of, you know, arguing like, no, 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 you got to do this. This is why. He asked me, well, why not? And I gave him, you know, the simple reasons, income, insurance, different like little things that like in the big picture, pretty small, but in the moment they're super important to me. Right. <clears throat> and instead of saying, well, then go do this thing or go try this thing, he said, well, son, what would you do? If you had any option right now, if money had nothing to do with it, what would you do? I told him I'd wash windows for a living because I enjoy it, I'm good at it, and I can make more money than a lot of these entry-level-esque jobs doing this thing that I enjoy. Did you think at this time, so it sounds like <clears throat> this conversation ends up being a, one of, a really pivotal conversation between right. between this and talking to my wife a little bit, like, yeah, like it it was everything. It it changed my entire life, and I had no idea it was going to. Right. But again, I'm sitting here going like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm good at it. Well, kind of that prideful, like I'm gonna I'm drawing the line in the dirt right here. 
I'm not crossing. Well, I'm wondering, was it at the time when you when you uh, pitched this alternative idea to your dad? Um, was it just a temporary solution at the time? It was like, look, I get, I could go. You mean work at X Y Z company, um, uh, but I can probably do make just as much or even more doing this. Was it a temporary thing, or did you know in that <clears throat> moment, you know, what, I'm jumping all in? So, I, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm, tr- I'm trying to put myself in that headspace. Kind of two things about it. One thing is I knew that in the short term, I could make decent money doing it. But also on the flip side, I didn't want this to be like, all right, like here's the next thing Kyle's doing. What's Kyle doing? No, like, I knew that I had the ability with my skill sets, with my passions, and then going all the way back again to, to my childhood and even teenage years, my goal was what? Work with my dad, take over his company, help him run it, grow it, and someday it's mine. <clears throat> so in the back of my mind, I think that's part of what I struggle with with all my nine to fives is because I have this like underlying resentment that I couldn't get over that like this isn't the path that I wanted. <clears throat> so I'm taking all these good things, maybe not giving it all my best energy or efforts because I know like long term, I want to do something for myself. I thought that was construction. And who knows, maybe one day it still might be again. <clears throat> but in that moment, I knew that what I could do with cleaning windows could satisfy some financial obligations and help, as you've already noticed, my wicked ADD. Because I'm not sitting there at a screen <laughs> doing the same thing over and over and over and over again because it's not... It's a skill set that I can accomplish tasks, but it's not where I flourish. I knew that if I'm out doing things and I'm busy and I'm with my hands and, and essentially creating something, even though I'm cleaning something, I knew that's where my best opportunity was. So short story long, short answer long, <clears throat> I knew that it's something that I could do in the right now. And I had this like glimpse of an idea on that conversation that I want this to be my thing. You talked about... Um... You, you kind of mentioned it here and, and even on social media, you talked about uh, in this conversation with your dad, you knew that, you know, I mean, one, one, one thing that I love doing is cleaning windows. Mm-hmm. Um, now, to the average person off the street, they'd be like, wait, he loves cleaning windows? It's laughable. Most guys are like, oh, yeah, I did that for a summer when I was in school. Kind of like people teach, like, I don't know, there's like all these like little jokes. And I know people aren't like trying to be like offensive, but I don't think they realize like... <clears throat> What some kids do for a couple months out of the year, I do for a living and I've made a profession doing a professional outline of that thing. And so like, for me, man, like, good job, like you went out and did it, that's cool. Like most people that, you know, did it for a short time or like they did it seasonally, like that's awesome. You're getting more exposure for the industry, but you're not doing it the way that I'm doing it and the way that like my peers are doing it. Because what, what we aim to deliver and how we've grown and established what we do, it's just a higher caliber of of the entirety of the service. Well, in the three and a half years that you've been been in business, <clears throat> speaks for itself. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, in in regards to loving washing windows and, and, and cleaning, how did uh, how did that love develop? Was it did it, when you were younger? Did you help clean windows with your dad, or, or where where did that develop? Dude, I never washed a window. I mean, I've washed my windshield, right? And that, that's not a criteria we're like, check that off. Right. Yep, I can do it. <laughs> Certified. Yeah, got it. Got that degree. 
no, like I again, I got introduced to it by by this buddy of mine, and he had a way of doing it. And and the beautiful thing to me is like even admittedly in conversations, I haven't talked to him in a while, but we used to talk pretty regularly. Um, <clears throat> but he would kind of ask questions and check in with me and kind of see how I'm doing. I'm not going to say he wanted me to fail, but I know that he wanted me with him. And like looking at what I've done now, yeah, dude, he definitely wanted me. And I don't blame that. But again, like opportunities and the way things are working out, he's living his best life and so am I. And I, I wish nothing but the absolute best for him. <clears throat> but I, I just knew that I could do it good. And it was one of those, it's like that honeymoon phase, right? Like it was still new to me. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like I look back now, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I had clean windows, bro, I was terrible. <laughs> <clears throat> like I, I look at videos or time lapses and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was me. That's terrible. But it was like in the conversation after I spoke with my father and my wife got home. <clears throat> I guess I should backtrack. Shout out to my parents. Um, and in my situation, like I think it's incredible. My dad asked me kind of in that challenging time of the or challenging questions of the phone call, like, then why don't you do that thing? I told him we, we don't even have a hundred dollars total. <clears throat> and he said, okay, go down to the shop, which I had found beforehand and find out how much it would cost to buy your equipment. Give me a call and I'll pay for it. And my dad gave me an angel investment of $340 and bought all my first round of equipment. <clears throat> I had just like some white t-shirts from, <laughs> from Walmart just to try to have something that was not quite a uniform, but more uniform. And I just started talking to everyone I knew, like people I knew directly, people in my neighborhood, people, my friends and just started washing windows. And that's how it started. $340 plus a 75 <clears throat> between you and your wife. Um, I think that's important to bring up because um, <laughs> I think hopefully we're reaching out to uh, young aspiring entrepreneurs. Uh, and, and I think one of the things that, that, that you got to deal with if, you, if you're deciding that you want to uh, start a business is, um, is, is this doubt or, or this... Uh, idea that well i it's not perfect i don't have everything perfect or, or that is perfect right you right. don't want to have everything exactly it, man <clears throat> there there's beauty to having everything and having your ducks in a row and getting something going but realistically like what like one in a thousand one in five hundred one in a million have that very few people have that thing and so for me it's like bro you want to do that thing do it oh but Kyle, I don't know how to make money. I don't, I don't know if people pay me for this thing. I don't know how to get to this space. Great. Do you love doing that thing? Do it. Do you have a job right now? Okay. Can you do this thing on the side? <clears throat> Can you do this thing on the side and generate income? Can that income replace what you need for your monthly expenses? Okay. Well, now you're talking. Now, you, now you're getting somewhere. You don't know? Okay. Well, just test it. You don't have to just go 100% in from the get-go when you have no idea if that thing's going to work. I did because I had nothing. I had nowhere to go. I had nothing to fall back on. I had no safety net, which for me, like, I think that's beautiful. That's the way if you want to make something happen, cut ties to something else and just go all in. <clears throat> I had just enough experience that I knew that I could kind of figure it out. And I had an idea of price point, how to do things. <clears throat> I told my wife, you know, if we can figure this out, this was May of May 15th of 2017. Told her if we can figure it out for the seven and a half months of 2017, we can make 
X amount of money in 2018, which was such a smaller number than what I've been making for years. <clears throat> and I told her, if you can just be patient with me, I promise you I'll make it happen. And in my mind, I'm going, I'm going to make this happen. And the other side of my mind is going, you're an absolute maniac. And those two decided to get together and make this beautiful child of Queen Abbott's. <clears throat> and so what I like to tell people, like, yeah, like, if you have nothing, go do something. If you have something that you like to do and it's not what you're doing, test it out. See if there's a market for it. If you can make a little bit of money, replicate that. As you're replicating that thing, you're going to figure out how to do it better. As you figure out how to do it better, you're going to reach a different marketplace. You're going to have a different collective of what you're able to offer and you can make something happen. <clears throat> if you're really scared and, and you don't have the option or opportunity for whatever reason to just commit to something, do it on the side. When you can make enough money to just cover your expenses, go all in and then grow it. But find that switch where you can just cut ties to your safety net and make it happen. But dude, like it doesn't take a lot of money. Well, like it, it doesn't take money to go make something happen. Things will require finances at different times. But I promise you, you can find that money. It doesn't matter. Like anybody, if you're listening to this, like, I, I feel like I'm the last person possible that should be telling anybody advice. But on the flip side, like I've done something and it's been incredible. That number that my wife and I said, like if we can just struggle through the fist fight of the next seven and a half months, then this next calendar year we can make this like menial amount of money. Well, we ended up doing that in the first year. Then we doubled it and we've since tripled and started a second company with a friend of mine. <clears throat> I'm making more money than I ever made, making great money in career jobs. I'm doing what I love. I work some of the most heinous hours I've ever worked. I spend more time with my wife and kids than I ever could if I was working a nine-to-five. <clears throat> and all this is because I decided, like I said, that I'm just going to make it happen. I joke that I'm a delusional optimist. I've kind of always been that way. Um, I used to say I was optimistic, and my wife thinks I'm delusional. So I put those two together, and it's, <laughs> just, it's turned into like my reality, man. And you know, I listen to other podcasts. Even some local guys like the Diesel Brothers, they have the Heavy yeah. Checklist podcast, listen to the MFCEO project, or now it's the Real AF podcast, and, and quite a few others, and, and Becoming is another great podcast. And <clears throat> so I've taken things from these different you know, podcasts I've listened to, books that I've read, and just kind of people that I follow, and my bizarre mind, like what goes on between my ears is just weird, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been able to work it out. And, yeah, man, I, I really believe that anybody can do something that they want to do and figure out a way to make a living doing it. You just have to make that switch. You can't say, man, like, I'd really want to do this thing. That would be cool if. Do it. Oh, well, you know, I don't, I don't have 100 bucks. I don't have 1000 bucks. You can find it. You might think that you can't find it. But if you think about it, like, if there was something that you had to have or else you couldn't live you would find a way to make it happen. Right. If you didn't have a job and you needed money for something, you would find that money. <clears throat> if you wanted to go do accomplish this crazy task and you didn't feel like you're physically fit, you can become fit enough to accomplish that task. Like anything that we decide that we want to do and and we just go, hey, like society's gonna say you can't do that. Society's gonna say you need to do this thing, you can't do this thing because of fill in the blank. As soon as those like whatever thoughts or impressions come to us and, and try to let them stick, then they will. But if we say, no, I'm better than that. You might not believe you are. You might not be. But if you say, I'm better than that, 
you'll be better than it. If you say, I'm going to figure this thing out, you'll figure it out. How critical, um, how critical of a role did your wife play through, through all of this, the, the, especially the low part? Dude, the only part that wasn't me, like, like my only thing that I contributed was cleaning windows. <clears throat> Outside of that, man, like, it was so freaking hard. And I look back and I'm like, man, how hard was it? I'm so blessed that I have a wife who loves me and passionately supports everything that I do. <clears throat> she might not understand it, but she supports it. Um, I had an idea with the window business and I'm sitting here going like, man, how am I going to tell my wife? Hey, babe, by the way, I'm going to stop everything that I've ever been doing, take all my years of these different like IT sales roles and physician recruitment roles and these things, and I'm going to go wash windows. It's going to be awesome. Like, how do you tell your wife that? Oh, by the way, we have less than $100. Your car's going to get taken away. Rent's due and I can't afford food and diapers. And now I'm going to start this thing that I have a little bit of experience with that I think I can make money at. That's cool, right? Like, you're going to be okay. <laughs> Man, like, prepare myself for that. I'm like, what am I going to do? And then I'm like, you know what? I love my wife. My wife trusts me. And she's honest with me. <clears throat> if she would have not supported me, it would not be where it is right now. It would be somewhere, but I genuinely believe that it wouldn't be where it is because if she had been throwing less than my energy and mixing that into a cup together, it wouldn't pour out the same way that it did. <clears throat> but on the flip side, if someone is in that situation where they're you know, a spouse, a partner, friend, relative, whatever, doesn't believe in them or doesn't support that idea, that's okay. Because guess what? I've got people I was close with that told me I was, I was insane. Just go get a nine to five, bro. You need that paycheck every week. You need those benefits. You need this. You need that. Blah, blah, blah. And then I got people I don't know. They're like, man, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, come wash my windows. I love this. By the way, I own a business. Hey, you know, I manage such and such company. You know what? We've been looking for a window cleaner. So I got these people that, and on both sides, right? Like I got people that maybe do or don't want me to succeed that I do or don't know. And then I got people that really want me to win. And it's people that I've known my whole life. It's people I've known a few weeks. And it's people that I've just shown up, shook their hand, said what I do. And they have created more opportunities for me. <clears throat> so my thing is, dude, like, you can do it. It doesn't, like, you don't need that support. It's so helpful to have it. But on the flip side, like, I'm sorry, man. I'm a loose cannon. You're good, my, bro. <laughs> it's my ADD. I'm everywhere. <clears throat> but part of that, too, like, even with my business, I'd like to think that my buddy, when we separated from each other, I'd like to think that he wanted me to win, but a part of me thinks that he probably didn't want me to win. And, and to be honest, that's okay. And I can understand that emotion because that's, that's a hard thing to handle. But for me, it was like multiple things that came together. Like, so part of it was like out of spite, like, man, I'm gonna do this. I'm not gonna go up to where he was. We lived in different ends of the state from each other. Like, quite a few hours away from each other <clears throat> I didn't care anywhere that we'd been I wasn't planning on going back I was going to win in my lane if I never saw him again or even if we worked side by side at different houses I want him to win I want him to do him I want me to win and do my thing and so there, there was that little bit of spite I'm not going to say there wasn't but it was a big part of the field of my fire on top of and I've got a wife I've got kids I've got responsibilities I have to take care of 
I like this thing. I'm going to get good at it. And, man, I just went all in. How did you uh, how did you start? Like you, you mentioned a little bit, you know what I mean you, you connect with people and it sounds like a big part of your uh, business might be word of mouth or referrals. Massive. Uh, um, but but in the beginning with the with the Walmart white t shirts, um, where, where 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 was it? Was it just kind of friends and family like, hey, uh, how can I do this? And then from there, how did you grow? Do was it strictly word of mouth or was there advertising? And I'm asking for you mean the, the aspiring <clears throat> entrepreneurs who feel like, what's the how-to? Yeah, I, you know the cool thing? like, <clears throat> I'm going to backtrack a little bit to answer your question. Sure. So to answer part of it, like the way I operate, I, I don't know what you would like technically call it. I'll air quote that. <clears throat> I call it like a traditional old school approach. So, I mean, I have the social media, but again, I grew up in construction. What do you do in construction? take that before picture you take that after picture you you show up and you say oh this thing's broken I'm gonna take a picture because this is broken before I touched anything <clears throat> then you take a picture of the finished result saying oh I did that that's awesome yeah. that. <clears throat> and so I, w- I was doing these things right like I was doing the before and afters I was doing the the videos and dude I felt so ridiculous I'm like I might as well start an Instagram for it Ugh, dude I'm posting a video of washing a window like how ridiculous is that <clears throat> And mind you, I'm posting that picture to like zero followers going, whatever, it's out there. <clears throat> and then fast forward to where I'm at now, like social media is something I do for fun and it doesn't eat up my time. <clears throat> and technically that's marketing, but like I don't even have an actual website, which I joke with a couple of my buddies, like part of it's terrible, but at the same time, like I stay busy enough without it that I almost don't know what I do with it. But I know that it's important to have and I keep toying with the idea of it. But I got the social media for what it's worth. You can search me. You can find me. You can see what I do. <clears throat> you can see some reviews that people have said. But my big thing, man, I was in a, I was on a webinar with a window cleaning manufacturer last Friday. And it was a business marketing webinar. And dude, like, just like I feel right now, like I feel like there's so many people that could talk about this before me. <clears throat> but my approach, again, is simple. And I think... Of all of the ways that you can do things, whatever's right and whatever's wrong is very individual and, and per your situation, but <clears throat> you don't have to go spend money in marketing, at least not in a lot of things. There, there, there's ways and there's, there's things where you're like, man, like you should probably put a couple dollars into you know, this type of ad, whatever it is, and it'll be really good. But for me, I'm like, man, like, I don't have a budget. Like, I'm hoping to make enough money this week to cover my bills for this week. I can't be like, oh, by the way, I'm going to spend an extra 100, 152, 300 bucks on whatever. So for me, it was just talk to people. What's something that I love to do? Talk, because I almost can't stop. And well, so, I, I think this goes, this speaks to what you had mentioned earlier, because I think sometimes uh, someone who wants to start a project or a business will get handicapped with this idea that uh, I, I need, I need to check all the boxes. I need to have a website. I need to pay someone to create a logo for me i need theoretically to, right but to to uh to your point just get out there and do it man and, and you'll figure it out i think i think maybe some people doubt maybe the the capacity of human will right like because mm-hmm. dude if you if you really want it that bad you can do it and, and it's uh i dude, think I'm, that's an I'm important proof message. of that I'm, dude i'm no one i'm no one the only thing that i'm important to 
in my mind is my kids, my wife, and my clients. How old were you when, when, when you had that conversation with your dad? I was 30 years old. So 30 years old. And, and 30 years old, you're feeling like you're at your lowest low. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and you're able to turn it around, man. I think you're, uh, you're never too old to start something. There, there's not an age where <clears throat> you're supposed to have this thing. Like we have, we have this like societal view of, man, like you got to have the house, the picket fence. You got to have the vacations, the cars, the wife, the kids, and these things. And it's got to be in this order. It's got to be in this time frame. It's got to be this age group. You got to have this in your bank account. You got to have this dollars coming in. You don't have to have any of that. There, there's things that like in theory, okay, that could be nice. Dude, you don't need that. There's, there's niceties of having things and in a potential order and in a way. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Like everyone's life is is so specific to them that nobody else has the ability to dictate this is what you're supposed to have had accomplished and what you should have done already. <clears throat> and so, yeah, man, like you you don't have to spend money on marketing. I think to this point, this is I and mean, we've been almost three and a half years. My biggest purchase I've ever made in marketing two years ago I spent like 200 $250 on a big like eight foot tall teardrop marketing flag has my company logo really small at the top has window washing massive like five feet long on my phone number <clears throat> that's the most expensive individual purchase and then you know I, I've done some shirts I've done some hats and but I don't I don't sponsor ads I don't send out mailers or flyers and these are things that are good if I do them and I keep talking to my wife like I should do that. Like I need to do door hangers, right? Or, or some sort of like a postcard that I'm servicing this house and I go and hit 10 houses on either side or whatever. All these things that I know to do, I know how to do. Dude, I used to make money knocking on people's door, trying to sell them boat juice, pest control, right? So the, there's like these little things. It's like, man, I should do that. <clears throat> but I've taken, like I said, kind of my old school approach of I just talk to people. I, I talk to everyone. I get to know them. For me... One of my biggest focuses in what I do, I want not just to deliver a premium service, I want it to be educational. <clears throat> and not, hey, your windows are clean, they were dirty, there we See go. You later. Yeah. <clears throat> for me, it's like, hey, you know what? You've got some hard water here, like, let me take care of this for you, this is why. Oh, hey, you know, I noticed sprinklers are hitting these windows, we have the, the oxidization building up, like those white spots you see. That's actually etching into the surface of the glass. So not only do I want to clean that off for you and get that looking right, first off, it'll look better. Second off, it's actually benefiting the, the lifetime of your glass. But with that, do you have someone, do, like, do you have a landscape service? Do you have someone that can adjust those sprinklers? Well, if you don't, I've got this guy, he's great. And this is why it'll help you. And, and just add value. Oh, hey, by the way, you know when you're washing your dishes and you get like junk that splashes up on that window? <clears throat> don't use Windex, use something different. Use like a foaming glass cleaner, use water and Dawn dish soap. Makes people's head explode when they find out that millions of windows a year around the world are washed with Dawn dish soap. There, I mean, don't get me wrong, I have tons of other products, but if you're at home, you're trying to figure out how to clean it, get a microfiber towel, don't use a paper towel. With a paper towel, you're gonna have fibers that are gonna stay behind on the glass. If you use a Windex, it's gonna leave a sticky residue on the glass and you're gonna see those streaks. Grab a magic eraser. Buff that little thing off the glass. Works incredible. Use a, like I said, use Dawn dish soap water with a towel and then buff it off with the microfiber. That seems really small to me because I wash like tens of thousands, if not more, windows a year. 
<clears throat> but I want my customers to know, like, hey, we're on the same team. I'm not threatened by you knowing how to do something, and I want to give you the best benefit. And That's so awesome. for, for anybody, like, find that value that you can add. It doesn't have to be some, like, crazy intrinsic value of, like, oh, here's this massive marketing thing. No. Do you. Use your personality. Your biggest thing as a business owner is your personality, as well as deliver on whatever it is that you do. And you can create the opportunity to do those other things that you should do, whether it's a website, whether it's emails, whether it's this kind of marketing or this kind of advertising, but <clears throat> just go do it. it. It doesn't take, like you said, this massive checklist. It gets overwhelming when you start to look at it that way. When you break it down to just the bare minimum, especially if you're getting going, no one's expecting you to be at the end of your journey from the beginning. They're expecting something kind of from the beginning end, but they're trusting in you to deliver whatever it is that you say you're going to deliver. So just do that. Don't worry about the way you see marketing done, which is like what I say. How do you want to receive marketing? The easiest way, conversation, handshake. Ooh, Corona times, I know. You can't <laughs> shake hands, but like, figure it out, right? Like, just, just do those little things. What's something that most people are going to have in a conversation? Not in general, but on something that they care about, something they're passionate about, you can talk to people about it. I, uh, I, w- I want to, you, you, brought, you bring up something that I think is uh, worth kind of diving into a little bit deeper. Um, when, when you talk about providing value, I think um, the, we live in the information age, right? So everyone is just a Google search away from you know, figuring <laughs> something out. And, and I wonder, I don't know, I wasn't, I, you mean, I was, I was never doing business and, you know, way back in the day, but it, it seems like, you mean, and I have no, you know, I mean, I can't cite this, this is just an opinion, but it seems like, at least from, from the media, that business back in the day, there was a lot of stuff behind closed doors. You know, they can't know our margins, they can't know our secret sauce or, or whatever it is. But um, the, it seems like business has, has shifted and, and pivoted in, in, uh, you actually would benefit as a business owner uh, to share more, right? Kind of absolutely. Guess what? You have your recipe book, right? Mm-hmm. Put it out there. Who's going to cook it like you? They're not going to put your little special touch on it. <clears throat> I've got for some reason, like for window cleaning, right? Like I know in general, like it's such a small following, but I have a pretty generous following of window cleaners. I've got some clients and some friends. I have a large audience worldwide of window cleaners that follow me. <clears throat> I don't understand why. Don't understand how. Um, kind of going back to like my ridiculous self-belief and my process of things. Uh, and like, dude, legitimately find a book, find a podcast, find someone. <clears throat> I listed a few of mine earlier. What was it? A year and a half ago, I'm listening to a podcast from The Heavy Checklist. And it's about positive affirmations. Like writing down, like not just like, I'm smart, I'm a winner, I'm right. strong, I'm good, I'm worth it, I can do it. <clears throat> but like specific things like, I'm good at this. I'm going to create this. I'm like, and very, 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 very specific details. <clears throat> and I took that challenge. And the best part, Dave Sparks actually shared part of his audio recording from years ago, from back when he and his wife were like newlyweds. And they were struggling to make ends meet. And like you fast forward to now, like, their business does millions upon millions. <clears throat> but he took these very simple principles of I'm going to make and set a number. I'm going to make X amount of money per month. I'm going to do this thing. I want to accomplish this thing. I've taken that so far as like even specific homes and clients I wanted to land. I'm like, this is the most outlandish thing. I want to do this home. Like literally on one of my lists, like I want to do Sean Whelan's windows. I want to do Dave and Ashley Sparks windows. 
I want to do diesel power head chop windows. I do diesel power gear every month. I've done the exterior windows at Dave and Ashley Sparks' new home. I've done the windows at Sean Williams' home. <clears throat> There's a home that I'm doing in the next few weeks up off Highway 89. Dude, I've driven past it for three years, and I've gone, dude, that house is so dope. I'm going to wash those windows. I think you posted about that I one, did. right? I did post about that one. Well, you fast forward, now I'm doing the windows at that house. It's and a so massive house with massive windows, too. Dude, it's, it's insane. <clears throat> but like, life is that simple. Like If you put out that energy and say, like, I want this thing, work your butt off and have a goal of of like your realistic things that you know you can reach because you have to have some wins. You can't just have this like, do like reach for the sky and hopefully someday you might get close enough to reach and pull your head over the top and you can see that goal that you set. That's right. so absurd. <clears throat> have your absurd goals. Have some realistic goals so you can have your wins that lead you to these points. But man, like I've created these wins off of a list that I recorded. And then I would listen to it audibly, and it, it was so painful. <clears throat> like, I was joking with my barber yesterday that um, she's thinking about doing a podcast with some friends. She goes, I don't want to hear my voice. I don't want to do these things. I said, it's only weird because you don't hear it. It's normal to everyone else because we hear it. <clears throat> and just like everything else, like, anything that you do is normal, just do it. People are going to recognize that as what you do. You don't have to worry so much about, oh, like, what does this look like? Or how am I going to do this? How am I going to accomplish this thing? Just go do it. Don't, don't put that extra pressure. Because guess what? Dude, the world is going to put that pressure on you. There's going to be people that want you to fail. There's going to be people that think you can't do it. Don't be that person too. Say, you know what? Like, this guy thinks I'm not going to make it. Watch me make this. Was there a moment in uh, in the beginning, right? In the beginning, naturally, there's there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, but was there a moment where you you knew, wow, I I think I'm actually onto something. I think uh, I think <clears throat> this is gonna work out. Or was it just kind of over the, the course of, you mean a lot of smaller moments? Man, for like, you've got to celebrate small wins. You're not going to get your big win. That's an aggressive statement. That's an overstatement. It's going to be hard to get the big win without celebrating your small wins. <clears throat> Celebrate everything you do. Even if you fail. Guess what, man? Like I failed at so many freaking things, and it's created the successes that I've had the opportunity to experience. <clears throat> but going back to it, I think I was surprised in that first year, like in, in 2017, I'm like, wow, like I'm actually working a little bit more than I thought I would. And man, I've landed some bigger accounts than I thought I would. Man, I'm doing these cool things. Wow, I'm getting pretty good at this. I'm sitting here going like, this is dope. This is awesome. Because again, like I'm celebrating these things. Delusional optimist. I'm going to win. I'm winning. On paper, you could say, bro, like you were so far from winning. But in my mind, I was winning. And I was checking these little wins over and over and over and over and over and over every day. And I was trying to track my overall progress, but I was really just focusing in the moment. Okay, I've done this thing. Well, now that I've done that, I can do this thing. Well, if I've done that, I need to do this next. Like I need to follow this kind of evolution or this progression. And all of a sudden we do taxes for that year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I did this number that I thought I wouldn't get till my second year. And that's when I realized, dude, I can really turn this into something. And I can really make a living doing this. And since then, we have. That's awesome. What's the, what's the best advice you've ever received? 
that's a tough one because I've had some good advices. One of the biggest ones, though, is just believe in yourself and go put in the work. You can expand on that. You can take away from it, but it's simple. Like, just believe in yourself and go do the thing. You don't need anything else. You don't need someone telling you you can do it. You don't need someone saying, like, hey, let me do this thing for you. All you have to do is say, I'm going to do this thing and go do it. If I can make a living and grow this company and in three years triple the amount of business and be ahead of schedule washing windows, anybody can do anything. If I can do this, anybody can do anything. And I believe that. You just have to have that belief in yourself. Like I, I joke, because I also got it from one of the podcasts that I'm dumb enough to believe I can win. Nothing's going to stop me. <clears throat> to put it more simple than that, just believe in yourself. There will be people that will believe in you and there will be people that will support you and there will be people that promote you and people that inspire you and people that will help you. But you won't even recognize those things if you don't believe in yourself first. And if you do that, you're going to freaking win. You might not see how, you might not see when, you might not believe like, dude, I can accomplish this thing. But if you say, I know I can do this or I know I can succeed at whatever it is, you'll do it. But only if you believe it first. Um, what's been the biggest surprise to you um, as a business owner? Something you didn't expect uh, that would come up? Um, sitting here on a podcast with you right now. <laughs> I was on a webinar on Friday. Uh, I, going back to my, my goals and my affirmations, like one of the multiple of the big things, like not even just in my industry, but I wrote down, I mean, I can look it up on my phone, but I wrote down, like, I will invent new products. Companies will come to me to learn, or sorry, companies will come to me to, to add to their business and to grow their business. And, and you know, I had these, these lists of things. Dude, I wash windows. I have a lot of pride in it, but we can joke about like society's people. Oh, okay, cool, we clean windows. <clears throat> Last summer, one of the biggest window cleaning manufacturers there is reached out to me through seeing my social media offered me a partnership to promote one of their new products. They sent me that product. They wanted me to do a review. They wanted me to be honest. Things I like, things I don't like. They wanted a picture. They wanted video content. And I'm like, what is happening? And in my mind, like, I cried when I saw that. I'm like, this is unbelievable. It's, it's the first window cleaning manufacturing company that I even knew of. <clears throat> and they reached out to me. They wanted to partner on this like short-term task i'm like this is unbelievable it's so validating and such an honor that they would even reach out to me why me dude i know so many people that deserve that opportunity over me <clears throat> so i go through that i do the review sorry do the review test out the product make some pretty cool videos take some cool pictures and they reach out after that and say hey we want to partner with you ongoing we want to do, you know, like if you're going to do the YouTube thing, we want to do videos. We want to do training videos. Um, we want to do blog posts. We want to do different articles. We want to send you or give you discounted products so that you can do more reviews and more photo shoots with one of our photographers and do these things. And it's unbelievable, man. Like, <clears throat> it all came because in a moment when I was scared and felt like, I'm supposed to go do this thing, but I don't feel it's right for me because I want to do this kind of seemingly niche thing. 
I went and did that. And then I believed in myself, my wife believed in me, my parents believed in me, and I've created this unbelievable support system of my clients. Like I don't want a one-off customer, I want a client. I want to get to know someone. I want someone to know me. I want to add value to them. I want to find out, hey, I can add value here and here and here. And then those people in return add value, not just by that financial opportunity in that moment that's providing for my family, but that turns into my marketing team. Like your clients should be marketing for you. And if you do it well, they will. <clears throat> and I look at all of these wins, Will, and I, I don't even, like, it's so overwhelming to me. I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful that I had this, like, seemingly outlandish idea that doesn't make sense, that seemingly isn't going to provide, and decided I'm going to go all in. I'm living... You know, I have my hard times, man. I have my hard days. Like, we had cars break. Two cars break down last week. It's terrible. But we fixed those cars. We overcame that thing. We take the trips. And, yeah, sometimes I travel and I work out of state. And it pays for the trip. And sometimes I just travel and go play. <clears throat> but I'm able to travel and do these things. I'm able to provide. We were able to, you know, with some help from, from family... We were able to buy our first home last year. And, and like I said, partnering with these companies and meeting people and meeting, like in the industry, these iconic people that are window cleaners. So for me, they're important. For most people, you be like, dude, who's this guy? But then on top of that, I've had people that I've wanted to meet. Even before this, I'm like, man, like, it would be so cool to know these people. Now I know these people, and these people know me. And I get to do work for them, and I get to add value and benefit to them. And in turn, that benefits me. And it benefits my wife and kids. And it's so cool, man. And it's all because I decided to believe in me. This is all uh, to, to bring you back into perspective from an from a average 30-year-old living in Utah with $340 of angel money from, from your dad and, and 75 uh, between you and your wife, you're able to, to uh, make 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 it to where we're at today and, and we're on a podcast now man it's crazy it's dude it's it's crazy thank you for having me this has been fun no worries man i, I want to wrap up with with one final question when you consider everything this journey the ups the downs the highs the lows the tears shed and and uh the blood sweat and tears type of thing what are what are you most grateful for when you look back <clears throat> that's a multiple part answer I'm grateful, first off, that I can take care of my family. I'm grateful I can take care of my family by taking care of hundreds of families on something that some people think is important, some people don't understand. But I'm able to deliver something that people can appreciate and that people enjoy having me around. <clears throat> and I'm grateful for, like, the tremendous amount of, like, self-worth that I've added to myself through doing something hard. I'm grateful that I've been able to accomplish hard things and level up. And, man, I'm grateful for opportunities like this. Like, I feel like I've just been all over the place. But if nothing else, man, I, I hope that something I said inspires someone that's having a hard time. I hope that someone realizes, man, like, my idols, my friends, these people I know, and these massive, like, celebrities or social influencers or whatever, like, these people cry. These people have hard days. These people have difficult things happen that don't make sense. <clears throat> but they decide to keep pushing, and I can do that too. 
And so my biggest win or my biggest success is creating the opportunity to, to take care of people. My goal is to grow this. Like I, I want to always have clean habits. I have another property services company with a buddy of mine. I know at the beginning of the, of the show, we started off with, you know, it can be kind of risky. I'm grateful for my other business. I have the best business partner in the world. And the company's doing well, and we're going to be able to grow and scale it. But going back to clean habits, dude, I want this to be around forever. I want my kids to be able to have a piece of this. <clears throat> I want to employ people that they can take care of themselves because I have taken this chance and given them the opportunity. And I want my biggest success to be my kids to realize that if you work hard, you can accomplish what you want to accomplish. And I want other people to know that too. But my biggest success I can ever have is teaching my children that they're powerful and that they can accomplish whatever they want to accomplish. And one of the ways that I found to be able to accomplish that is through washing windows. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Grimes with Clean Habits. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, Will. Appreciate it.